Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Aaron Enfinger, General Manager of the Cleary Company in Columbus, Ohio. As companies experience growth, there are inflection points where changes need to be made. One such moment is the need for additional management. Today, Aaron is going to share how the Cleary Company's rapid growth put a severe strain on their existing systems and how adding a GM relieved that strain. We'll hear his story in just a minute. Come on! You just mind your P's and Q's, Buster, and remember who you're dealing with. How about a fresco? Hi, I'm Victoria Downey, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Hello, hello. Hi there, how are you? I'm good, how are you? You, Well, I'm great, especially because of this particular episode. You know how we always try to keep our ears on the drumbeat of the industry through the discussions going on with our hundreds of members? Absolutely. Right? So one of the topics that has really been at the front and center for a lot of these folks is the concept of having a general manager within their companies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's a little bit of confusion about what that means and how that Works. What a GM even does. Yeah. 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 You know, what do they do? Where do you plug them in? All that good stuff. Or even when you need it. It's, right. I mean, well, that's with any position in the company. When is it time to right. to expand? But but a GM type position for sure, because it's almost like, you know, you got so many moving parts. I mean, it's always busy. How do you know that I need this this piece to cover the umbrella over everything now. Right, right. So I think this is a perfectly time topic and nobody better to talk about this than Aaron. So shall we dive in? Well, yeah, actually, hold on. Before we get started, why don't, uh, why don't you tell everybody about the big thing we got coming up in January? Our big thing? <laughs> Come on, the big event. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So some of you may know that we've been doing an event called the Master Your remodeling business workshop for like 10 years or so here in Baltimore every January. Yeah, for a long time. It's great. It's always really dynamic. But this year, we're going to change things up a little bit. You know, we're going to have a new name, a new brand. So this year, we're launching Extreme Makeover Business Edition. And we're adding new speakers, a new lineups, new content. Speakers like Doug Howard, who's our director of consulting here at Remodelers Advantage, and Michael Sari, the 2018 Fred Case Entrepreneur of the Year Award winner, and he's awesome. You know, he's just on the cover of Remodeling Magazine. Yeah, cover uh, boy. A little bit ago. So we're going to give all the attendees the tools and the resources that they need to take back to their offices and really hit the ground running. That was great. That was fantastic. Can you do one more thing for me? Hmm. Tell everybody how to sign up. Well, <laughs> yes, you can go to www.extrememakeoverevent.com to learn all about it and to register. Seats are already being taken at an amazingly rapid pace, which is fabulous. So go there and it gives you all the information you need to book your hotel room, get registered and all that good stuff. That was great. See, I sprung that on her, everybody, but she did well, didn't and, she? you know, I try. Right, we'll I'm, I'm that, a pro. I'll put that stuff in the show notes. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way. Uh, you know what? I just see the registrations dinging across. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. Why don't we move on to the real key feature of this episode? Yes, let's. 
All right, Aaron Enfinger is the current general manager and production manager at the Cleary Company in Columbus, Ohio. In early 2017, he assumed the role of general manager to address the managerial needs of the Cleary Company was experiencing due to the pace of their growth. So I'm excited. He's been a speaker at our production conference. He's been on the Tim Fowler Show podcast. Aaron's a, a popular one in our community. So welcome, Aaron. Glad to have you. Hi, Victoria and Mark. It's uh, great to be here with you guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet. You know, and again, like I was saying, we've been getting requests from members saying, hey, who, which, what companies, what roundtable member companies have general managers? Who can we talk to about this role? Why do you think it's gotten to be such a popular topic right now? Well, if anyone else out there is similar to the, uh, experiencing the similar things that we've experienced here at the Cleary Company, it, it, it sort of becomes an eventuality or an inevitability. Uh, I know for us, uh, the market is really strong, like it is in a lot of areas in the country. And as uh, as organizations like ours begin to grow, um, you kind of begin to see like points of strain and stress on your systems and then in the different parts of the company. And uh, sometimes you need a little bit extra oversight and a little bit extra kind of hands on deck to be able to make sure that uh, things aren't falling through the crack and that uh, all the little eyes are getting crossed in the I's are getting dotted and the T's are getting crossed. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to put it. So how how were some of these strains and stresses becoming apparent? What did you see happening? Well, so, um, you know, obviously you could see some of the additional stress and strain on the staff members themselves. Um, and as, as you're going through the process, uh, I, in particular at this point in time, we were really struggling with able to get projects through development, so through the sales and the design process, um, we had done a lot of, uh, you know, when I came to the Cleary Company, we had the opportunity to install a bunch of, a lot of different processes and procedures to really kind of streamline things and to make things to work well, Um, so much so that we were able to produce things quickly and, and we were having the old problem of rushing to production because it took so long to get a project through the development phase, through design, and, and, and getting it into contract and ready for sale. So, um, you know, what, what I think was happening is, is some of the systems weren't necessarily serving us in the way that they had served us earlier on. Huh. Um, some of those systems, maybe they were, you know, maybe some things were being overlooked or some things were being missed and some steps uh, weren't being followed through the process. So what, what we saw were um, like, like a, it, it, a sort of an inflection point of where, it just needed some more attention to make sure that we were uh, everybody in the in the development department and the sales design department uh, were were all on the same page. So let's back up for just a second and tell our listeners a little bit about the Cleary Company. For example, if you don't mind, how many employees are part of the Cleary Company and what your typical sweet spot job is. Sure. So uh, right now, the Cleary Company, uh, we have 25 employees uh, based in Columbus, Ohio, and we're design build like uh, like many of the members of Remodelers Advantage. And uh, I'd have to say our sweet spot is uh, kitchens um, right around uh, eighty to one hundred and ten thousand okay. dollars. We can do those things all day long and do them really, really well. So that is truly our sweet spot. And our average job size is approximately. Uh, around 100 to 115,000. Okay, great. So, and so this year we're we're on we're on pace to produce around five uh, to produce around five million dollars uh, this year, 
And, you know, looking back over the course of the last couple of years, we were kind of pushing that three, seven, five to four million whenever we kind of realized that this might be a step that we needed to take to bring on that extra role to help just make sure things are moving uh, smoothly in all, all the facets of the company. So what do you see as the difference between a general manager role and an operations manager role? Is that something? Um, just the words, <laughs> really, in all honesty. I, I think for, for us, whenever we were looking at, at what the title might be, it was potentially operations, uh, operations officer, operations director, uh, general manager was one. And, and so we opted for the general manager because we felt for us, it did imply a little bit more uh, responsibility across the board and not just in operations, mm -hmm. but that it, there was a need in other areas. Operations, yes, but, um, you know, some of the supervision, I, I, I'm involved with marketing. I'm involved with, um, you know, really every aspect of the company, not just operational. I, I'm heavily involved in the hiring. So, um, you know, operations at that time, even though they're very similar, we felt like the general manager might be a better might be a better descriptor of what we were looking for. Makes sense. So, Aaron, just real quick, also a little backstory here. Were you hired for this position, or did you get promoted into it? What's what's your timeline? Um, no, I was I was brought on staff in in April of 2014 uh, at the Cleary Company as production manager. I'd spent uh, my balance of my career in in the uh in construction as a as a field carpenter and i uh, was looking to make a move into management and uh landed here at the cleary company and uh, you know through the time that we've been here that i that i've been here at the cleary company we've grown a lot and as a result um like i mentioned earlier some of the successes and that we've had in the production department um kind of made sense i was already here i was on staff I understood everything about the company from a really fundamental level. Uh, it just made good sense that, that I'd be the one to uh, step into that role. Okay. All right. So then are you still production manager or did, did you bring somebody into that role? Uh, well, currently I still am the production manager. Uh, we are looking to get me out of this role. And uh, we've, we had a process uh, moving early on in the year as we had a, uh, I was grooming someone and was, was mentoring someone to become our production manager. Uh, and he had started with us as a, uh, as an intern last summer, uh, at the Cleary company. He's a, a, a graduate from Ohio state and finished out his final year. And we were working with him to become, uh, our pr production manager. And, uh, unfortunately in the summertime, he received an offer from, uh, from someone from the university that he just couldn't pass up. So he moved on, and that required me to reassume all of the responsibilities of production manager. Mm -hmm. I had begun uh, allowing him to take care of, of, uh, of some of the, the things from the production department. And um, so currently I still do wear both hats. It's, um, it's not an ideal situation, and um, we, are, we are actively actively looking to find that right person out there who's, uh, who's going to be a, a real phenomenal uh, production manager. So when you are acting as general manager, what responsibilities did you assume that the owner, George, used to have? Um, so for largely it was, you know, oversight of the personnel in the, in the sales department and in the design department. So uh, I, I hold the, um, the reviews 
for the people in the in the design department. And um, although last year George did do the ones for the sales department, I did the ones for the design department. Um, I oversee making sure the the metrics um, are are that we're on track. That as far as the pipeline goes, that we're paying attention to the workflow. And if we're needing to make any adjustments to increase the workflow uh, coming through the pipeline, that we uh, that we account for that. Um, I have also uh, been a part of, um, like I said, the marketing. I've taken on a, a role in that as well, and uh, have become involved in in that. And one of the things that um, that you know, in in being able to do that, uh, take some of those things off of George's plate. Uh, last year, we were able to develop a few new things that that we have uh, been coming up for the Cleary Company. Uh, one of which was uh, bath to bath, which is a small bath division that were recently begun. And so taking those responsibilities off of George's plate has allowed him to focus on the future uh, of the organization. And so we now have bath to bath up and running. Uh, we just, in fact, had another demo start today. Great. Uh, so the, the pieces and parts are falling into place there, which we're really excited about, as well as another a big, pretty significant thing for the Cleary Company. And as George had the opportunity and time to uh, find our new location. Uh So as we've grown over the last several years, we really have outgrown, (laughs) we've really outgrown our little place here. Uh, We we all love it. It it feels like a a home. In fact, it looks like a home, Uh, but it just simply doesn't have the parking to sustain our staff. And Mm -hmm. uh, we've got people working in hallways and uh, doubled up in rooms. And um, so that was something else that George was able to do was to find the location, work with the architect and designers to create what our new space is going Great. to look like. So, you know, there are there were a number of things that was just a couple, you know, a couple of pretty significant ones. But, uh, um, you know, I'm also part of the leadership team. So as far as um, making staffing decisions and making uh, decisions on forecasting what our staffing needs are going to be. And, um, you know, George doesn't have to really be concerned with digging into the weeds in things that, that he's able to know that I'm kind of paying attention to everything. And uh, that frees up his time that he can then start then looking at things bigger picture and really focus on uh, the future of the company and, and uh, what kind of is around the bend for the, uh, the Cleary company. You know, I think that that's a goal of a lot of the owners who want, who are considering bringing in general managers to be able to clear out some of their time. But how do you make sure that you don't get overloaded? What's the next step? I mean, how do you not just take on everything he had and they transfer all the work from him to you? Well, um, <clears throat> You know, uh, right now, I certainly feel like uh, I've got several hats on my head. Mm-hmm. Again, obviously, with the production manager uh, role that, I, that I've taken on, um, it, it's, it's a cautionary tale because what, what you have to be aware of is try to do too many things. You're not going to really be able to do any of them at a really high level. Um, and, and I expect excellence of myself and, and everyone on staff. Um, you know, so one of the big things in that regard that will be a big help for me uh, will be to get the production manager role filled for us. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I can, uh, you know, I, I can handle a lot of what, what George had on his plate. He's not relinquished everything to me. So once, once I have production, uh, the new production manager up and running, 
And then I can then kind of transition and really dive in and really, really dig into some of the things that, um, that we've begun, that we've started, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot right now. And, um, I, I'll be certainly excited to get the production manager in. What were some of the roadblocks or the obstacles that you ran into between making the decision to turn you into general manager and today? Some of the roadblocks. Um, well, I, I, one of them in particular uh, was feeling like um, as having to assume the role of managing the designers, uh, not having been a designer myself and coming from the field and any of the design that I did was always on the fly and, and nothing at the level that our designers will do. Um, you know, I, I feel like I can hold my own on a lot of senses, but uh, as far as, as, as coaching and, and supervising and, and managing the designers, I felt like that was a bit of a, of uh, somewhere where I had to stretch and, and really just be a support for them. And it's not as though I can come in and dive in and, and help them with the designs, but I, I can't help on this, on the system side and mm-hmm. I, I can't help on the, on the organizational side. And that's where I've been able to, uh, to help them out in that respect. Um, other roadblocks, just, you know, once, once you really start paying attention to some of the other, other areas of the company, um, I, we noticed that, uh, you know, our, our designs are, are great, but our construction documents could have used a little bit extra help. And, um, you know, the guys in the field were kind of uh, looking for a little bit better clarity on the drawings, you know, maybe better, you know, more precise elevations or exactly how do these two things line up. And um, so after I dove into, into things, I, I, you know, quickly realized that a drafts person would be someone that kind of might be our next hire. You know, so, um, so we've, we've filled that role, um, that person, that individual will be starting here soon, but, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that once you dive into the, the new systems, those roadblocks sort of appear yes. and then you just, you find a way around them. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's like, okay, we need somebody who's awesome to be able to help us get over this hurdle. Uh, that's an example of one of the roadblocks that we did see. Okay. So if you were going to give the listeners our listeners advice on whether or not they should put someone in this, in this position, what they should, what are some indicators that this would be a good move and then how to do it effectively. What are some pieces of advice you'd give them around that? Um, well, I think one thing will, will become obvious that, you know, as you grow or as there are things that you'll, you'll see some, some sort of stress points inside the organization you'll see where um, things aren't running as smoothly as they need to. Um, and, and I think that, that those, as you're looking, you will see those opportunities in those areas that need some, uh, that need some additional attention. Um, you know, I, I think that, that as, you know, as, as we were looking back on things, uh, it just became apparent that for us, um, that was a, that was our clear next step. Um, you know, I, George didn't really feel like, you know, we had the, the, the advice of, and the, the counsel of our business coach. And as we were looking at things and, you know, as we kind of looked around the room as to who might be able to fill that role, um, you know, George and, and our business coach, you know, felt like I would be the, be a, a good fit for that. So, you know, looking and seeing pressure points around your business is one of those things that, that you're going to to need to look for. And the other would be, you know, finding the right person to fill that role. That's obviously going to be one of the critical points of it. 
Um, and I know like what we did uh, as far as bringing someone on that was existing and on staff into that role, um, the, the, the learning curve is certainly a lot shorter and, and less steep uh, if you're able to find someone in-house um, to, to fill that role for you. So tell me a little bit about the meetings that you and George have to make sure that you guys are in alignment. Um, well, what, you know, there's always things that are coming up throughout the week. Uh, he and I have a standing meeting on Thursdays at nine o'clock that's scheduled for an hour. It usually goes a little longer. Um, but, uh, that's a standard, uh, a, a standing scheduled meeting for he and I, and, uh, we both just take notes throughout the week that as things pop up, as, uh, staffing issues arise, as anything along those lines, we, we both have a running list of, of items on there. Uh, George and I also have a week, a monthly uh, walking meeting where he and I will go, um, and this is something that was uh, introduced to us by our business coach, and, and it just gets you out of the regular environment, gets you uh, thinking outside the box, you kind of start, you go for a walk, blood starts flowing, and um, and you're, you're really able to have a lot of great conversation. Um, we've even taken uh, trips down to, there's uh, about an hour outside of town, there's some really great um, hiking trails that are through some of the, the uh, caves and sort of the uh, nice areas of, of Ohio. And we'll go down there to Hocking Hills and, and take a, a hike and take a walk um, and just kind of talk about big picture things. You know, where are we going? What are the, you know, how, how is staff working out? What's the culture? As you grow, you're always having to be mindful of the culture. Right. Uh, you know, are we still on track making sure that we're, we're making sure that we do not sacrifice culture? Um, you know, people will, uh, you know, folks on staff will come to you with some concerns and some things that they see that we may not. So this is an opportunity for her, for he and I to strategize and, uh, come up with, uh, some ideas on, on how we can handle, uh, any of the other personnel problems or concerns that arise. Aaron, has, has this, has your position caused, uh, a, a barrier between George and, and, the staff in any way? Are you kind of stepping in and then separating him or does he need to go above and beyond now to stay connected? How, how much have you been uh, almost changing his involvement with the staff? You know, Mark, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, some of the feedback that I just was talking about with some of the concerns and, and, and things that are brought to us by the staff was that exact point. You know, if you've had the opportunity to meet George Cleary, he is a, he's an amazing person and people want to come to the Cleary company because they have a chance to grow under George Cleary. And, you know, a lot of last year, um, you know, there was a little more distance between he and some of the staff as he was working on the building and working on bath to bath. And, um, so we've actually, um, we've recommitted and we've, he has standing meetings now, uh, with every member of the staff and over the course of the last um, over the course of the last several months and to the subsequent upcoming months, he's going to have a one-on-one -on -one with every member on staff uh, to make sure that he is um, that he is remaining in connection with all of the people. Because that's when you come to the Cleary Company, you're coming here in big part because of who George Cleary is. And as you uh, as your career develops, you do not want to have a lot of distance between that. That's a, a really great point. Um, and something that we certainly um, had to address. That's great. And make sure that, uh, and, and again, because, you know, culture is about the relationships 
that you build and the way that you treat each other. And um, uh, I think that in, in some respect, we, we started to hear that people weren't feeling that connection with George and we definitely needed to uh, pivot to make sure that people had that connection. Yeah, it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, great. Well, you know, when you come to the Power Tips Unscripted podcast, there's something expected of you, and that's the lightning round. Oh, goodness. All righty. <laughs> and now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage lightning round. It's a trap. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm ready over here. All right, here we go. Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. What's your favorite business book and why? My favorite business book is First Break All of the Rules. Um, what I really like about it and the reason why it's my favorite is um, it, it's all about outside-the-box thinking and kind of challenging the status quo and the orthodoxy of, of, of management and of business. Um, I, like every, I like things that are counterintuitive, so that's why it really spoke to me. If you weren't the GM of the Clary Company, what do you think you'd be doing? Um, I think I might be in politics. I was, uh, I'd kind of started working towards, uh, getting involved at a local level. And, um, right around the time I was becoming pretty active, uh, I was uh, hired at the Cleary company and I just put all that to the side. <laughs> what are you not very good at? Well, I think Victoria has, uh, some input on this. She was visiting, uh, visiting us one time and I was, I was responsible for navigation <laughs> and, um, I, I kind of got us turned around a couple of times and, <laughs> I used to be really good with directions since the advent of GPS. That's a great example. Sometimes I I get turned around, I have to stop, sit, punch it into GPS, and then I'm on my way. I spend too much time in the office now. <laughs> your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? Uh, whew, I'd have to say that my, my Jeep probably gets the most attention. It's the most public-facing. It's mm-hmm. uh, I've got the Cleary logo on it, so I want it to be tight and buttoned up all the time, so... Would you rather be without elbows or without knees? Um, I'll have to go with the elbows. I'll have to go with elbows. I, I like I like walking around, run. I used to run a lot, so it'd be hard to do without knees. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, straws work just as good for drinking. So, yeah, there you go. All right, all right. I still can you. have hands. You just said no. You just That's said right. no elbows. It's yeah, just but, how do you get it up to your mouth? Have straight mm. arms are just. Be- <laughs> Sticks that flop around right. and bang Big, around, long so. straws, man. That would be, yeah. All right. So thank you so much, Aaron. That's fun. So yeah. I really appreciate you doing this. I know that there's been a lot of talk about general managers, and it was very helpful to hear you talk about your role. Now, before we let you go, however, would you please share with us your five words of wisdom? Sure. Expertise in finding other experts. Now, why does, why does that speak to you? Why does that resonate with you? Well, so, you know, I, I've, as, as I kind of came through life and as I came through my career, I always wanted to be great at whatever I did. But I certainly got to a point where I realized I can't be the be-all, end-all of everything. But if there's one thing that I can be really good at, it's finding and knowing when you found another expert and someone mm-hmm. worth listening to. And so my expertise now is in finding other experts <laughs> and knowing who to listen to. So that's my words of wisdom. Be an expert in finding other experts. That is awesome. That is awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here, and it was great talking to you. And, I'll, again, thanks for all that you've done for us and for the Remodelers Advantage community through the years, and we look forward to working with you many, many, many more times. Many, many more. Excellent. I am, too. Well, thanks for having me on, uh, Victoria and Mark. It was great to talk to you guys. 
Thanks, Aaron. Here. Bye, Aaron. Take care. You know, I loved that question about George being separated from the staff by the general manager. Well, thank you. <laughs> As Aaron said, good question. But, I mean, isn't that you, – you, you have to think about that. Well, you know, it, it occurred to me because he started saying how much he took off George's plate and George is over here thinking about this and that. And, you know, right. I, I know George. He likes to be hands-on and yeah. involved and talking mm-hmm. to everybody. So it just kind of struck me that, man, adding a jam might add a an unwanted barrier. Well, think about it, too. You know, as they continue to grow and now have 25 employees and George is going to meet one-on-one with all of them, that's a lot of time. At some point, it seems like no matter who the owner is and how, you know, um, inspiring and personable and warm and fuzzy like George is, how at some point the general manager or the owner's not going to be able to yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a, you know, well, but that's part of the culture, you know, that's um, right. George, George's spirit can live that's in, right. through, on through, 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 through Aaron. Other thing. Right? Yes, exactly. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's, it, it definitely can be a challenge and not only that, but also just the point of it, it kind of, what I got from it was it's almost a feel thing of, of, is this the right time and, mm-hmm. and move for your company? Cause mm-hmm. you know, he didn't really point to any one specific X, Y, Z thing right yeah it was it yeah. was more just a gut it was a feel that this is the move for us i mean even talking about that things weren't you know some stuff was falling through the cracks and mm-hmm. we were having some issues with that well that doesn't necessarily mean that you need a gm it could mean you need a new employee yeah you know? yeah so yeah. just just knowing that it's the time it's i mm-hmm. think it's going to come down to a gut at least that's what i got from it yeah well and again they were looking at um the staff workload, which I think is an important thing to look at. Again, whether you but do you add, do you add staff, you know. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it is. It's. I think it's more. I don't know. For me, it just seems more about the owner himself. Is he ready? He or she ready to become more forward-thinking, more moving the company, and less in the in, day-to-day yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's really the the key motivator mm-hmm. in in the move because mm-hmm. you can always keep on adding adding employees as, as capacity requires it yes yes well so hey another good episode in the can don't you think that was that was really good and aaron did an episode over on the tim fowler show yeah. so if you enjoyed listening to aaron here mm-hmm. uh, we should put a link to to tim yeah, that's to a the good tim idea. episode as well because aaron right. um i don't re- actually off the top of my head i can't remember what the topic was but i'm sure it was fantastic mm-hmm. no doubt no so. doubt great company Yep. All right. So let's pass us off to Naomi for the big goodbye. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm Victoria Downing. And I'm Mark Harari. Thanks for being here. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a beautiful day.